The worst thing you can do is make a buying decision based on price. Don't buy based on price. You're gonna be a sucker if you're buying based on the cost of the product. I'm Kevin Attright and I'm on a mission to help you with investing secrets, empowering you to succeed financially, changing your financial perspective and growing your wealth in good times and in bad. And when the next crisis comes, those prepared to weather the storm will achieve great success while the world melts with fear. Investing Secrets with Kevin Attride. Today we have an amazing guest. I've only known James Jenkins a little while, but I've been really blessed and blown away by his expertise and how he is bringing great value to his clients. And so I wanted him to bring value to you, our audience. So James is the CEO of RiskWell, and I'll have him tell more uh, about his organization. But James, thank you and welcome to our show. Kevin, thanks for having me, man. I, th I think this is going to be a, a lively, engaging conversation. Uh, I will strive to uh, be worth your listeners' valuable time today. Well, uh, I've really appreciated uh, your expertise and what you've been telling me over the last number of weeks that we've uh, we've been corresponding, but I'm interested. Tell me more about you, your expertise, your organization. Well, I've spent almost 10 years in the uh, risk and insurance industry. Uh, I have the privilege of leading a team uh, of uh, professionals who are almost as nerdy as I am about this stuff. Uh, RiskWell as a company has been around uh, for a little more than three years. Uh, prior to this venture, I owned a farmer's insurance agency for little more than six years uh, back in the day. We sold uh, that venture and decided to go fully independent, uh, specifically so we could better represent the interest of uh, probably people that are very similar profile to most of your listeners, if I had to guess. You know, highly successful people either in, you know, in white collar corporate positions or a variety of entrepreneurial uh, endeavors, real estate investments and, and small and medium sized businesses, etc., uh, we, we found that being able to be an agnostic advisor, uh, not shilling products for any one company, uh, but acting in the best interest of the client and being able to, to craft solutions and recommendations where the client's uh, goals and preferences are really our, our primary concern. So that is, uh, that's the reason that RiskWell exists. Our mission statement is, is very simply uh, to provide advice and solutions for people and businesses so that you are ready for your very bad day in your future. Today's episode has been made possible by our presenting sponsors, Living Wealth, Bank on Yourself with Private Family Financing, Norada Real Estate Investments, your premier source for nationwide turnkey investment properties, and Lighthouse Wealth, your trusted light for practical guidance to experience financial freedom. Well, James, I'm really interested in diving deep with you. So we have a whole range of people from novice investors or people who are researching how to invest to experts, accredited investors and so forth. But for our audience, I'm interested if you can guide us to what are the practical tips or the secrets that you have towards investing? It really comes down to you know prior planning and sitting down and thinking things through and you know, engaging with professionals like yourself, Kevin, who are definitely well equipped to help people, you know, put the pieces together before you start taking action. You know, when you when you sit down to do a puzzle at your kitchen table, correct me if I'm wrong here. 
the very first thing you do is get all the pieces out of the box and you flip all the pieces around. You know, the, the backside doesn't really help you much, right? You got to see what, what we're dealing with here. What's the picture look like before you start putting the pieces together? You really need to understand, okay, what's the board look like? What are we working with here? What are our available options? I don't know how you put a puzzle together, but I like to do the outside first and figure out, okay, where are the boundaries here? Where are the borders that we're working inside of? You know, the, the wealth accumulation game is exactly the same way. I think it is so much better when you approach the conversation first and just figure out what are the goals and objectives here? Now, to use a term that's pretty widely uh, applicable, what is my risk tolerance? You know, how long is it going to be until I need to cash out of this game? You know, take my toys and go home. You know, if you're in your 30s like I am, I'm 38 years old currently, been a business owner for about 10 years. My time horizon is very long. You know, I'm able to be a lot riskier in my selections on what I'm doing in real estate and traditional, you know, market-based investments and you know, alternative things, you know, maybe some private lending or some other ways to accumulate uh, capital. But I can be a little bit more risky than, you know, someone who is in their 50s or 60s. If, if I swing and miss, I'm going to be okay. It's, it's going to be fine because there's plenty of time left. The, the plane still has lots of runway to utilize. So I think nailing down risk tolerance and deciding early in the game what sorts of toys you're going to be okay playing with? You know, how much are you okay putting at risk? Because regardless of what asset class or strategy you're deploying, you really need to figure out how much am I willing to put on the line you know, to get a better reward. I think risk tolerance really just is essential before we even engage in the conversation. Well, that's really helpful. What, what additional practical tips do you have? I think figuring out your overall strategy, which way you're going to go, how are you going to prioritize uh, the different asset classes, you know, traditional investing in a stock or a bond market or mutual funds, getting into a little bit more uh, high level, more sophisticated options like actual uh, individual companies in the market or ETFs or something a little bit more sophisticated than getting into real estate. Or you know, getting into individual companies and investing with them uh, in a uh, a funding round. Or if you happen to know someone who is starting a business, or perhaps they've recently started one in the last few years, you know, coming alongside them as an equity partner uh, in their business and delivering actual capital to an individual small business in your area in exchange for an equity position. You know, that's something a lot of people aren't aware of. You know, you don't have to be an operator in a business to be participating in their financial success. Uh, so many of my friends and colleagues uh, that I work with and clients and, and peers in the industry are passive investors in a variety of businesses, you know, from tech startups to something, you know, with Silicon Valley, you know, VA backed funding and, and even something as, as simple and small as, hey, somebody's opening a, a restaurant franchise in your city and getting behind them. You know, there's so many different options really need to figure out, okay, what's going to be the bulk of my, my focus here? For a lot of people, it's real estate, and there's so many different versions of the real estate conversation. You know, that's, that's an entirely separate conversation all by itself, deciding what asset class you're going to give priority to inside of real estate. Uh, so I imagine we could have a lot of different conversations based on where you want to take the conversation. But I think figuring out your preference 
for the the big picture categories that you're going to be you know focusing on and how much time and energy do you want to spend here because if you're going to nerd out on the stock ticker and you know follow the charts up and down and and watch a lot of CNBC and you know read Forbes and whatnot and blogs and everything you know that that's going to be a different profile of person that just wants to take advice from someone like you Kevin and and you know get the the tips and tricks and stroke a check and call it a day uh, it really just depends on on what the listener is is looking for and that will help guide the rest of the conversation for sure well James I'm really interested based on your you know many years of experience in the insurance realm what what plays have you seen are either less risk averse or more risk averse what practical things outside of the insurance informed by the risk that insurance is covering, you know, how does that translate into some tips around what people should be thinking? This is the opposite of a self-serving answer because it, it actually means that someone isn't actually buying an insurance product. But a lot of the, the most successful people that I know in real estate aren't actually holding deed and title to a, a real asset. You know, they are sitting in a lien holder position. They're holding notes instead of property. And this is the exact opposite of a sales pitch, because if you're holding a note and not a real asset, you're not the one who's buying insurance. Someone else is. Uh, so I think that is something that a lot of people may not even be aware of. Uh, how do I buy a note? How do I become uh, a lien holder uh, or someone holding a, a, a seller financed uh, note or article of some kind? And that's a conversation outside of this scope. I am far from an expert in, you know, in seller finance uh, and, you know, those other more creative investing solutions. But I think if, if you wanted me to bring in, you know, a little nugget to kind of dangle the carrot, so to speak, for other conversations for your listeners to, you know, investigate for themselves, take a look at, at the note game. Because if you're holding a note and not a real asset, you're not responsible for maintenance and repairs. You're not a landlord. You don't have a tenant and you're not uh, sitting there, you know, doing a short-term rental or Airbnb type of, of usage in a property. So the opportunities for negative cash flow with that asset are, are very, very limited. Uh, obviously, there's the possibility of default. Uh, if someone fails to pay the note, then you have to go through the pre-foreclosure and foreclosure process. But the likelihood of that happening is far, far less than you know, tenant delinquency, if you look at the statistics. So uh, the notes conversation is probably a, a nice little nugget to throw in there. James, that's helpful. Yeah, dive now into insurance. What, what products, what services does one need to be thinking about when, when one thinks about practical elements for investing? And the personal side really is kind of the, the level zero. Before we even have the conversation about real estate investing or the business owner side of things, uh, folks, if you don't have a high quality, high caliber agent that is very experienced, that is able to deliver the advice and solutions beyond just an insurance product, you know, the, the worst thing you can do is make a buying decision based on price. Now, when you're working with an independent agent, it's incredibly important that we call out the 800-pound gorilla in the room because everybody wants to sound special and everybody wants to say, oh, we've got great customer service and we've got the best prices in town. We'll get you a binder, get your insurance real fast. If that's all they're doing, they are immediately replaceable. There's three levels of insurance buying decision. The first is price and that's 
That's just silly. Because if you're buying insurance based on price, then you are making yourself out to be a sucker. Because the price is the most easily manipulated number in the game. We can mess with coverage and endorsements and limits and deductibles. There are so many different ways an agent can play with the price to get you a number that you're happy with. So don't buy based on price. You're going to be a sucker if you're buying based on the cost of the product. The second is don't buy based on the product itself. Because any good agent, any independent agent out there is going to have open access to many, many companies that are going to be a good fit for a variety of different profiles. Now, for us in our office, our top five are typically Travelers, Safeco, State Auto, Progressive, and Mercury here in the North Texas area. Now, where you are in the country is going to directly influence the target carriers for you, how old your property is, what kind of cars you drive. Is it just, you know, adults on the policy? Are there kids? You know, do we have elderly people who are driving occasionally? There's so many different variables that impact the product. The best way to make a buying decision really is level three. As you got price level one, product level two, level three is the pain points that are relieved and the problems that are solved. If you're working with a good agent or broker, and there's a lot of them out there. Riskwell is far from the only one that you should be working with. There's a lot of really good options out there. Find a representative, an agent or broker that is helping you address the pain points and solve the problems. Because if you're if your agent or representative is active in the process with you, if they're helping you identify pain points and problems and solving them, you're going to be better off. It always starts with home and auto. Strongly recommend that everybody gets a personal liability umbrella policy. There's so many different use cases for that, whether it's a swimming pool or a young driver or a dog bite. If you're a business owner, it's just automatic. There's so many different use cases for the personal liability umbrella. We could have an entire conversation just on why that's applicable. But let me just save us all some time and say, get yourself an umbrella in your personal insurance program. You can thank me later when you get sued for something and the umbrella picks it up. It's, I mean, you're, paying, you're going to pay a few hundred dollars a year for an umbrella. And you're probably not going to need it ever. But if you do, holy cow. I mean, you get one claim every 20 years, the umbrella paid for itself 100 times over, for sure. So then... We, we go from there into the conversation of real estate investing and business owner land. I'm going to hit the real estate investing first, if that's okay with you, Kevin. Okay, so the biggest mistake that people make in the real estate investor insurance world is very simply that they are going to their personal lines agent or broker and saying, hey, I've got some investment property. Can you help me out here? Or, hey, you know, I'm thinking of buying this house and I'm going to renovate it. I'm going to flip it, you know, buy it fix it up and sell it. The worst thing you can do as you're getting into investing is just run straight to your home and auto insurance agent. Because I will just be totally transparent here. We don't focus too much on the personal insurance. It makes up about 20 to 25% of our overall agency. Most of what we do is helping real estate investors and small and medium sized businesses get what they need. Why is that? Well, not to be rude to my peers that are focused on personal insurance, but that's basically the minor leagues. That's the easy stuff. That's the stuff that just about anybody can do. If you're well-resourced, if you know how to talk to folks and ask good questions, congratulations. You're good at personal insurance. Not the same on the real estate investor side of things. There's a lot more nuance. There's a lot more complexity. There's a lot more coverage items and policy language to be aware of. Lots of exclusions based on usage of the property. 
Now, for instance, long-term rental, you know, signing a six-month or a one-year lease, totally different risk exposure than someone who's engaging in a short-term or Airbnb, VRBO style of usage. Totally different insurance. You got to make sure you're working with a seasoned professional who's going to get you the right advice for your solution, who knows how to ask the right questions, to understand where your threats and risks are so they can craft a program that is applicable for your needs. The worst thing you can do is talk to someone in sales because what are they going to do? They're going to sell you. When you come to someone and say, hey, can you help me with such and such? What's a salesman going to say? Sure, I can help with that. And what are they going to do as soon as they get off the phone with you? They're going straight to Google because they don't have a clue what they're talking about. And they want to make sure they get educated before they come back to you and look like a fool. (laughs) You don't want to work with an insurance agent who's going to get on Google after they get off the phone with you. I promise you that. James, knowing that this is education, it's not personalized or individualized advice or guidance. What suggestions do you have uh, that you're telling your own clients, your friends and your family? What suggestions do you have for our current environment and what's happening today? The most important thing is that you are selecting the right advisors. Interview the professional. You've got to pick the right people that are going to give you the advice so that you're making the right decisions. Too many people think of insurance as a commodity. They think of it very similar to a loaf of bread. And the the message that I'm preaching every single day is if you're thinking about this correctly, you're going to be selecting your risk and insurance advisor with the same level of diligence and care that you select your financial advisor, your CPA, your attorney, your banker, your family doctor, In times of turmoil, guidance from successful investors and the wealthy is critical for your success. Subscribe to our premium content to ensure you are well-equipped for the growing crisis. Well, James, that's amazing and really appreciate your guidance on that front. How do people get a hold of you? Riskwell.com is our website. You'll notice when uh, when you interact with us by phone or by email or on our website, uh, riskwell.com, we really are focused on delivering value and solving problems. There are more investing secrets that are quite powerful for you to build your wealth. If you'd like a VIP introduction to any one of our experts, click on the link below. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single tip from any of our seasoned experts. Okay, watch the next video so you can capture our next secrets to investing. If you're ready, it's time for you to experience financial freedom. The information contained in this episode are opinions not to be used as individual guidance. As always, consult your own financial team for your investment decisions.